Tabiso Musia on SAFM. As you heard there, you can catch the cricket on SABC3. Thursday is the first ODI against the West Indies at Buffalo Park in East London. The coach, Rob Walter, joins us on the line to look ahead. Good evening, coach, and thanks for taking our call on SAFM tonight. I hope you're well. Hi, uh, Tabiso. Yeah, great to be on the show. Thank you. Thanks, coach. How, how have the first few days been with the squad in East London? Yeah, it's been good. We actually only got to East London this afternoon. We spent a day and a half together in Morgan Bay, um, just as a, as a team. Um, just, yeah, connecting and uh, at our first training session this afternoon. So it was great to be back in East London. It's been a while since the team is here. Um, but a beautiful day. So it's great. Wonderful. You've had a few disruptions, though, with with, with Vian and Keshav pulling out because of injuries. How big a blow are these for you? Yeah, I look, I mean, injuries are part and parcel of it. Um, it's never nice and it uh, obviously it does provide an opportunity with someone else to come in and, and, uh, and, and be part of the squad and potentially play. So, yeah, we, we, it's never great to lose players, especially, you know, with severe injuries like Keshav um, experienced. Um, so, obviously, we always send our thoughts out to him and he's part of his recovery. Um, but, yeah, we, we're still gearing up and, as I said, give someone else a chance. Well, for those who don't know, Shamsi and Wayne Parnell have been called up uh, to replace them in the squad. And coach, what would be the objectives then for this series? Obviously, the goal would be to win it, but I'm sure there's more you'd like to achieve. And, and we saw some signs of positivity against England, even though you were not there physically. Yeah, look, uh, um, first and foremost, we've included some new faces in the squad um, for the first couple of games of West Indies. So we really wanted to acknowledge... Uh, a number of players have performed very well domestically this year, but also it's part of a, bit, a broader plan to to um, widen our squad to give more ex- international experience uh, to a, a wider number of players. So as we lead up to obviously this year's World Cup and then the, t- the 27 World Cup here at home. So this is a first step in, in giving some new faces an opportunity in the short format, uh, which we'll see across these three games. Um, so that's obviously exciting. Uh, but whenever we run out onto the field, the intention is to win, right? So, but the bigger plan is to to create some experience in a, in a broader number of players. And because it's a World Cup year, coach, are you caught in between maybe gradually introducing new players, or do you think you have enough time to fit them in with an eye on this year's World Cup, even though the DOC has said the target is 2027? Yeah, I mean, even though that's our sort of long-term uh, focus, obviously our short-term focus. Uh, is this series, but that leads up to the World Cup. <clears throat> so, look, we've got a core of, of players that's played now together for a while. Um, and it's a strong group and, and, and the group that played against England. And so it's really about uh, getting a few extra guys playing that same brand, playing the, play the way we played against England and building that, knowing that, you know, we have got a core group of players who are now experienced and um, they're missing the odd game here and there. It's not going to impact things too significantly. And, and where would you say the, the team was when you took over, Coach? Obviously, you weren't involved in the series against England, but we were told that you were in constant communication. Did you feel like you were starting from scratch? Uh, no, I mean, uh, look, it was great to be part, even though I was on the other end of the world, um, for the England series. So it was great to be part of it and part of the conversations, uh, both before and after the games. And, you know, the, I've followed South Concrete for the last seven years uh, while being out of the country. So I'm very aware of the players themselves. And to be to be honest, I've worked with quite a number of them anyway. So certainly didn't feel like I was walking into a foreign environment when I, I came back in. 
Um, and, you know, there's been some, some very good work that's been done over the last few years um, by my predecessors. So it's really a building on, on, on the good things that have existed and just evolving those that need a bit of tweaking, really. Yeah, but does it surprise you, Coach, that the team is, is not doing so well in the race to get automatic qualification for the World Cup, considering the talent that we have? Uh, I mean, look, there's a number of reasons that you could look back on over a two-year period to as to why, um, you know, we, we're in a position where we're in a must-win um, situation against the Dutch. Uh, but uh, to be honest, I haven't spent too much time dwelling on that. It's uh, really about focusing on getting the side ready for this series and then those two games against the Dutch, who are, which are obviously very important. And, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out that way, then, you know, we've got a World Cup qualifying competition to go and be part of. And, and it's an extra six or so games of ODI cricket in what is quite a quiet winter period for us. OK, so the team should still be able to make it to India. And is there a specific style of play that, that you would like, coach? I think uh, what you saw against England is really the, the, the type of blueprint of cricket that we, we're trying to play. Um, we understand that it's that there is a, an element of risk to that, and sometimes it's not going to work out. But uh, you know, in a three-match series, I felt we were very good for a large portion of of all three games. You know, so uh, we 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 tapped into what we want the game to look like, and that's exciting. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the Pro Tiers White Ball coach, Coach Rob Walter, just ahead of the start of the ODI series against the West Indies. First game, Buffalo Park on a Thursday night, also second Thursday afternoon from one, and same time for the second game on a Saturday also. And you're welcome to send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. Um, we spoke to the DOC when you were appointed, Coach Rob, and he told us, obviously, the target is 2027. Does that give you time then maybe to mold the team into how you want it to be? Because you'll basically have a four-year cycle. Yeah, but I think the the reality is, is <clears throat> you know, coming into the job now, if you're talking 50-over cricket, in terms of my direct involvement is literally, um, what is it, in total 10 games of, of 50 over cricket uh, should we direct qualify for the World Cup, which is not a, a huge amount of games, to be fair. Um, so you certainly feel as a coach that that, that, that four years is absolutely a, a great amount of time to influence the, the, the way the guys play, to influence the players, to build a, a, you know, a broad group of players who are all playing the same, I guess, you know, England were the trendsetters in 50-over cricket and it took them four years to establish um, and really bed down that style of play. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is obviously uh, a nice to have that, uh, that there is that period of time. And certainly, I think if you can't influence uh, a side's performance over four years, then, yeah, then you're probably not going to be able to. Okay, and and you've mentioned obviously you've brought in some new players into the squad, and without singling out too many players, Sisana Magala does divide opinion. Many believe he's received a raw deal in the past because of his weight. But what do you see him bringing to the side, coach? Uh look, I think you you know against Sisana, we saw essentially win the game for us against the English uh, when he was man of the match. Um, so in that first game where you know they were flying, uh, the English were flying at 150 for one. He came on and, and turned the game on its head and won man of the match. So, you know, there's no doubt as to his, to his quality and his skill set. There's obviously work to be done uh, in various departments, but the, the same could be said for all players. So, um, yeah, we're excited to 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 see what he has to offer in another series. Um, certainly he's got our full support and we'll be supporting him 
um, in his development as he moves forward. Yeah. And you've kept Temba as the captain for you. What do you expect from, from the leader of the group? And why is, is he still the right man to take this side forward? Uh, I think Temba's a wonderful leader. I mean, uh, you know, I, when I listen to him speak in the team space, uh, he always has great pills of wisdom. He really nails down exactly where things are at. And, and he has a, a very a simple and, and great way of communicating with the team. Um, from a performance point of view, we saw against England exactly what he was capable of. Um, and just recently, you know, he's played beautifully in this last test against the West Indies. So, look, from a performance point of view, there's certainly no questions in the 50-over format. Um, and as a leader, I think, you know, he's a standout leader in our group. Um, and certainly someone who I'm looking forward to supporting along the way and making sure he's got my full backing. Yeah, and you keep referring to the England series. I mean, we saw the team chase down, I think it was 343 to win uh, the second ODI. Are those the kind of totals that you're looking for? They got close to 300 in the first ODI also. Yeah, and we were on track to chase 340 in the last ODI as well. Um, we just we were um, ahead of the rate pretty much the entire game. Unfortunately, we just lost a few more wick a few too many wickets along the way. Um, so, I mean, that's we're just talking purely about a batting component of the of of our game. And certainly, we uh, I think we move forward from a batting point of view, um, and we're able to play a bit more freely and aggressively, which is great to see. And then from a bowling, uh, I suppose a bowling blueprint point of view, you know, we saw it in the first game as a disability to keep uh, chipping away, um, keep putting the, the opposition under pressure, keep trying to take wickets, uh, keep bowling aggressively. We've got some wonderful fast bowlers in our overall unit. Um, so, you know, make, make sure, making sure that we utilise their strengths. Okay, we've got a caller on the line. Colin from Cape Town, good evening. Good evening, Rob. Good evening. Um, I'm quite I'm quite surprised to hear new faces coming in in the 50 overs and so and so. The World Cup is just around the corner. Don't you think we should have had an established team for the ODI and the T20? Now, my other problem is this. I've watched the test. I've watched cricket all my life. The guys... Except in John T. Rhodes' days. You know, John T. Rhodes, you know, in 1995, 1996, you know, that era, he faced 10 overs and never scored a boundary. But yet, his run rate was up there, 5 and 6 over, because he watched the field places and he ran the ones and twos. Now, what's happened to South African cricket that our guys just want to smash boundaries and they're missing out on the ones and twos, the quick running. John T. Rhodes and those guys, those days, used to have, they should keep the run rate up in the ODI. Okay, Six Colin. runs are over, even if a batsman fell. Okay, we've got your point, Colin. I'll just take a break. We'll let the coach respond. Good evening, Tabison. Good evening to the coach, Libra here. I have two questions. The first one, the importance of a batting all-rounder. Um, the success of England in white ball cricket has been mainly around a, a batting all-rounder like Ben Stokes, who can bat, but also bowl at the same time. Uh, how important is that? Uh, I think you are try you are trying that out with Vian Mould, unfortunately, is now injured. So how important is finding a batting all-rounder who will balance the team Probably better at five or six. Um, is that part of your thinking?
Okay, thanks for that, uh, Libra. Maybe let's start the coach betting all-rounder. Is that part of your thinking? Do you have concerns about maybe a lack of a betting all-rounder at the moment? Uh, look, uh, the, you know, having all-rounders in your team is, is is obviously a huge plus in terms of balancing things out. Um, it's definitely one of our um, key focus areas over the next couple um, of years, building up the, the stocks. Uh, from a, a seam and spin all-round point of view. So we've seen some really good contributions from Marco Janssen. We believe he can develop into a really uh, solid all-rounder and a true all-rounder who can bat and bowl for the team. Um, and then we're also you know, into developing Adam Markram spin bowling, which uh, gives us another option there. So, uh, you know, Andile Pethlikwayo, um, Sinran Mutha, Sammy, Bjorn Fortain, we, 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 we're wanting to develop our all-round stocks uh, as I said, in the seam and spin department, obviously there's guys who will still have uh, bowling as their strength in the all-round space and others will have batting in the all-round strength. So, um, yeah, we're fully aware and that's the goal. You know, there aren't too many Ben Stokes in the world. So just like there weren't too many Jacques Callis's. So when he when he did leave the team, we felt that. So, um, But that's, you know, every team's journey, really. Okay, nice. And and with Petrukwayo, how are his confidence levels? Because he's been in, in and out of this sides, basically no consistency even from his side. Where would you say he is at the moment? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been he's been really good so far. Um, you know, all we can do is um, support support our players. Uh, you know, both on and off the field, uh, give them the best chance to success. And you know, it's not different with Andile. Um, so. You know, he's obviously got an opportunity in this uh, in this series, uh, and uh, we'll certainly be looking to build that confidence. Okay, Colin called earlier on. He's not a big fan of T20. We know him because he's a regular caller on the show, and he believes players just like tweet everything out of the park now, coach. How do you <laughs> feel about about his comments about us probably not mixing it up and getting those crucial singles? Uh, look, to be honest with you, you know, rotating a strike is a is a significant part of 50 over cricket it's something we measure and we pay real attention to so whilst the boundary hitting has developed in the in the modern game um certainly there is definitely space for that skill of rotating and um and and very often on your slower wickets you know they become trump is one and two so yeah i, th- I think uh, just to set colin's mind at ease it's certainly something that we definitely pay attention to it's certainly something that is part of, our, as I said, the things that we look back on when we review our performance. It's something that we're always trying to do well. Uh, we appreciate and understand fully the significance of those uh, runs in, in 50-over cricket. So, yeah, it's it's not like we don't think about it. Uh, I just think the modern game has obviously also moved into to boundary hitting as, as also a skill. And you've brought in J.P. Dumine as a betting coach. Faf Duplessis spoke highly about him in his book. And when we had him on the show recently, especially his influence off the field, what do you hope he brings to this side? Because he's also been coaching uh, uh, recently or for the past couple of seasons. Yeah, it's been great that he's, been, he's got some coaching experience now domestically. Um, and look, I mean, I've said it before, the, the, the thing about J.P. along with all the other support staff is they're, they're really good people who want to make a difference in these guys' lives. So... Uh, from my point of view, he's he's got that, but along with that, he's got the experience, you know, of playing for South Africa. He's got the experience of going to World Cups. He's got the unfortunate experience of losing a few World Cups, but that's gold dust in terms of helping us progress as players and and as a team. So, yeah, enjoy. I've always enjoyed his inputs and just looking forward to him um, assisting these guys move forward.
Yeah, and just finally, I mean, I mentioned Fab's book. You, 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 you. He also speaks about you, and 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 from what I read in the book, you're also big on team culture, having been in the Proteus system before. Um, what what kind of team culture are you hoping to create in this Proteus setup? Uh, it's probably no different to 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 what everyone's aiming for, you know. Um, you know, just a collective effort all the time for the team to move forward. Um, really strong standards, values, and behaviours. Um, uh, a side that's really looking to unite and inspire a nation because they have that privilege to do that. Um, and so we we want to pay specific attention to getting that right. Um, and and if your culture is not, you don't. And if your culture is strong, then you do. You know. So uh, yeah, uh, we're very aware of of the significance of the team and also its ability to influence. And we really want to do that well. Okay, wonderful coach. We wish you all the best in this uh, upcoming series against uh, the West Indies. And thanks for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM. No, no worries, Tavisa. Thanks, man. Thanks, coach. Coach Rob Walter there uh, speaking to us ahead of the first ODI. You can catch it on SABC3, of course, or, um, on from Thursday at 1 and also on Saturday at 1. And the third one, where is it? I think the third one is in Porch. So people of Porch, I think you could have a game next week, Tuesday. I'll just double check that. Uh, but it should be, I think it is in Porch, the next one on a Tuesday. Okay, we're going to take a break and then we are going to speak to SA Under-17 uh, boys coach, Coach Duncan Crowe, who's named his squad for the preparation camp for the Junior AFCON.